All right. Well, if you're not following me on Instagram, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Because <laughs> obviously, I don't stay consistent on this podcast platform whatsoever. Um, now, it is my goal. Um, I mean, again, too, I always fucking say this. Every few months, you know, I'll go on a hiatus. Because obviously, I run a full-on company called The New Hour Barbering, where I have, I believe we are up to like 12 employees now. Um, where I train, manage, and uh, also over 600 private clients that we work with individually, as well as uh, now we're up and running a free group where we're helping barbers be able to come into a position where they can finally become one of our private clients and get the foundation. So when they do become our private clients, they have the easiest chance at scaling. So I have a lot of projects on my hand. Um, and, uh, honestly, sometimes this podcast kind of get away from me, even though I love doing, being able to do podcasting. Uh, but I do want to be able to like come back for at least another little bit to time period right now while I still do have some time and, uh, you know, at least create some value for you guys. I, I, I love doing YouTube as well too. However, YouTube takes me a fucking while to write everything out, make it all look good. And I think a lot of you guys just like the rawness <laughs> that I bring on this motherfucker. So <clears throat> make sure again, too, if you guys are not following me on fucking Instagram, what the fuck are you doing? Um, now. I've been posting a lot on Instagram as well, too, as of recently. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of the posts on there get a lot of like, I love doing like, you know, tweet threads and stuff like that, putting out my ideas and beliefs of business. There's a lot of fucking haters, of course, as well. But unfortunately, a lot of times I mean, I'm constricted because like, let's say on a carousel post, <clears throat> I only have what, 10 slides to get my thoughts and ideas out there. And in the caption, I only have what? I think it's like, 2100 characters so i'm very limited to where i can even say on there and i think there's a lot of posts that i put out where i'm like man i wish i had more fucking space to expand on this idea and this concept so you guys can understand a little bit deeper so um you know i'm, I'm gonna take some ideas from like what i've been posting out there and kind of like expand on them at least things that like you have done they've gotten a good response especially from uh, whether it be on comments or dms from you guys so far uh and the one that i really want to kind of go over today uh, again too is just going to be going over honestly 97 tips i wish barber school taught me now this is going to be like done in section i'm gonna tackle all fucking 97 so don't fucking oh my god this is gonna be a 12 hour podcast uh we just got I mean, this is going to be, this is 18 through 33 numbers. So if you minus 33 minus 18, do the math because I ain't going to fucking do it right now. Um, that's how many we got ahead of ourselves. And I'm going to kind of go a little bit more um, rift of like again to the deeper ideas behind the thing so you can kind of at least grasp the concept. And hopefully you take away something that you can implement in your business and hopefully think about business as a barber very differently. Because the one of the main things I've been seeing with a lot of barbers is they don't know how to think correctly on business. And because they don't know how to think correctly, they make very poor decisions on what they should be doing and fixing the business. And they actually dig themselves deeper and deeper into a hole that's very hard for them to get out to actually get the skill they want to. So with that, please go ahead and, and uh, pay close attention. And uh, as always, if you ever have any questions on anything that I post out here, maybe like um, that I say or an idea or a concept, um, never feel hesitant to even just reach out to me on a DM. Just send me a message be like, yo, I heard you say this on a podcast podcast like what like what, what does this have to do with it what do you mean by this right um and we have a conversation about this like kind of like may at least help you think this thing through so number one or i guess number 18 because i guess we're starting from 18 not one um i put in here despise your situation and run from complacency if you are comfortable slash content with life growth won't occur now I think it sometimes rubs people the wrong way because people are like oh my god like what are you telling me i should hate life and like to an extent, right? Like, again, if you're a 400 pound fat fuck and you're content with life and you're happy being a 400 pound fat fuck, are you really gonna lose weight? Probably fucking not, right? You're probably gonna be eating Twinkies, stuffing your face, and having diarrhea all the goddamn time, right? Because your digestion's all fucked up. 
So, you know, and if you're not happy in your situation, and let's take this from a barber standpoint, financially, you're not happy with your life. You know, you, you, you probably should at least step one, admit that you hate where you're at in life. And I think a lot of us, especially myself, when I was in that position, starting off as a barber, I had a hard time admitting that, yeah, I wasn't happy. I try to like make myself and force myself to thinking like, oh no, I'm happy. Yada, da, 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 I'm all good. When in fact, I was just a sad little fuck and I was like trying to cover up the fact like, number one, I don't have cash. Number two, I don't have freedom overall. Number three, I feel like I'm a fucking prisoner to my own business, which really isn't a business. It's a glorified job, which is like, <clears throat> you know, it, and it kind of sucks being a barber at that point in time, right? Now, again, you need to be able to run from complacency, run from this average thinking, run from this type of lifestyle of just staying put. Because staying put is not going to get you anywhere in life. Honestly, like, again, things are always progressing. I mean, everybody always wants to say, like, inflation is always increasing. The economy is always getting worse and worse every year. And if you're staying in the same place and things are moving forward, you're obviously going to get left behind. I think a lot of barbers get lazy behind the wheel. And I think pain and anger have um, have special places and utilizations in a day-to-day basis. Do I mean, do, do I want you to be a pissed off, angry person? No, but I do want you to be pissed off about your current situation. Again, if you are not happy with where you're at, because happiness and peace does not breed growth. Happiness and peace creates comfort. And again, if you are, if you are happy and, and uh, peaceful where you're at, you are not going to get the growth that you desire in business. If, if you seek growth, Hopefully that makes sense. You want to be able to at least look at your situation and absolutely despise and hate where you're at. When I was a barber, I absolutely despised where I was at in life. I despised the fact that I was not doing better than what my parents were, you know, living life-wise, like in terms of financial-wise. I despised the fact that everyone around me was very below-average thinking, small-thinking people, and, and almost like scared to take risks. I despised the fact that I was still living in my hometown, and I despised the fact that. I could not, I did not have enough money to even leave my hometown. And even if I did have enough money, I didn't have a business that would allow me to move and still thrive. And so I, I had to learn at first I used to just accept like, Oh, this is the way life is. Instead of coming to the fact of, you know what? I, this is not acceptable for me. And I think if you are someone who wants to seek growth, you always have to find that little bit of anger, that little bit of pissed offness at your current situation and want something more. It's not a bad thing. It's honestly a bad thing if you neglect that or you 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 um, hide that and you kind of bury that emotion away and don't use it to your advantage. So first things first, always look at your situation. If you're not happy with it, just, it, just like openly admit to yourself, I hate where I'm at. And that's perfectly fine. It's a great starting point, okay? Number two, uh, lose any small slash realistic thinking. I say there's too much of that in the barber industry, and that is why we are behind. You look at the barber industry, man. Everyone out here is like, <clears throat> I was. I mean, we we have a free group. And I just got off a Q and A call. We do we do a weekly Q and A call where I actually work with the barbers inside of there uh, for about thirty minutes out of the week, and and just kind of like helping with their business and thinking wise. And one of the barbers in there, he, he wanted, he was like, Hey man, so I'm thinking about starting up a shop. And I asked him, why the fuck would you want to do that? Oh, well, you know, I want to make money. That's like the, one of the worst ideas to make money with. What do you mean? Right? Like the, you're, you're not going to make money from a barber shop. Honestly, our barbers who we work with as private clients are making more three to four or five times more than any shop owner. So you're telling me your idea of making more money means making about three K in profit with shit ton of overhead with 
all the expenses that come with it, with the stress of hiring, training, uh, and upkeeping and managing borrowers, on top of the fact that once you do get them hired, trained, and upkept, they're probably going to leave to go ahead and do their own thing, and now you have to start that process all over again for 3K a month. Versus if you just focus on your own business, you could scale up 20K a month, maybe you have 2K in expenses, and you keep 18K of that. You tell me, what is the better idea? So small or realistic thinking also is going to be the death of your own business. When I talk to a lot of you and I hear some of your calls and I talk to some of you, even on in the free group, <clears throat> a lot of you, I'm like, well, what's your goal? Oh, well, I want to be realistic. So how has realistic helped you get so far in life? Because so far realistic has allowed you to become a below average barber with probably less than $5,000 in your bank account, hating life, um, charging under a hundred bucks a cut, being underpaid, knowing that you're uh, being underpaid and working under your potential. And do you want to continue thinking that way? What the fuck type of sense does that make? It doesn't. So why would we continue to go down these pathways or these thinking ways of thinking small or realistic? It doesn't serve you in any way, way shape, or form. And the whole barber industry does this because, again, you just think people you're around, family members, they all do this shit. Your parents did this shit. It's why they, that's why they, they live the life in their position they are financially for themselves because of small realistic thinking. And again, if you want those results that you see everybody around you having, you continue to take the actions and the thinking patterns and hold the beliefs that everybody around you has. And you don't challenge them, you don't change them because you know what result that's gonna get you in life. If you're happy with that result, keep doing the damn thing. If you're not happy with the result, you got to fucking change it up and lose it. It's again, too, if you want to get in shape, and you're not happy about your body and you're 400-pound fat fuck, you probably shouldn't continue eating Twinkies, Twinkies and ice cream all day long. It's probably not the best diet. Now, am I saying you need to go cold, hard, bland turkey or bland chicken and rice all day long? Probably not. You probably just need to like start with small incremental changes, but you do need to make a change overall. And that's the same thing with your business and your mentality towards business. So, again... If you want to have that small realistic thinking, that's fine, but you can see the results. It's bred in your business and you can ex uh, extrapolate that over a 10 year period. How small and realistic do you think you're going to grow? Probably so far below your fullest potential of what you want to achieve. You would probably be sick to your stomach understanding that you just wasted 10 years of your life when you knew you could do so much more if you just dropped the small realistic thinking. So drop it, motherfucker. Next one, focus on making money. This is very simple. At the end of the day, you pay bills with money, not goodwill. Too many of the barbers in the industry want to be quote unquote good people. They, they think that being a good person, being like this saint, being like this martyr figure, taking care of people is what the thing that they should focus on. And like, if I just do that, if I just have passion, I hate when I see this in the comments. This guy focuses too much on money. If you have passion, the money will follow. And I look at their page and they're broke as fuck, right? And you could tell when somebody's broke as fuck. And I'm like, I would never trade a day of my life for a second in yours whatsoever. I would never even trade a second of my life for a day in yours or whatever. <laughs> I probably fucked that one up to make it even worse. But like, you get what I'm trying to say. I would not trade my situation for theirs. But yet everybody in the barber industry thinks that this is the way that you should go and live life. Yet, again, look at the results that's gotten them. It's gotten them a miserable life, complaining, a victim mindset. Now, if you want to be a, a victim mindset, complainer, and a loser, be my guest. Fuck the money. Be goodwill. Hug some fucking trees, man. Smoke weed all fucking day. Drink some beers. Hang out with the guys. Right? 
But all you have to do is look at what the result of those people, people who uh, do these actions on a day-to-day basis, week-to-week, month-to-month, year-to-year basis, look at the results that that's getting them in life. Now, do you want those results in your life? Do you want to live that life? Is that what you truly want your life to become? If so, do it. If not, why the fuck would you continue listening to this thing? If you kind of notice a trend, it's just like, look, look at the results of people who say this thing. Because like, they, that's their beliefs. Their beliefs have gotten the results because all we're, all, all, all the, um, what's it called? All the result we have in our life is based on our actions, our, our accumulation of our past actions. And our actions are built on our beliefs. We don't take actions on things we don't believe in, right? Actions come from beliefs. So if you really want to think about somebody's results, they come from actions. What actions they take. If you want to look at somebody's actions, why they took those actions, look at the beliefs. And if you want to change and get different, if you want to take different, uh, if you want to get different results, you got to take different actions. If you want to take different actions, you got to start with different beliefs. Again, money is, has to be the focal point for every single barber 25 and under. Hell, any barber just in general. <clears throat> and a lot of you try to focus on, oh, I need to raise my prices. Oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need... No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't need to do any of that shit. Well, you know what you need to do? First, you got to learn how to understand and take care of the money you have right now because you're making money. You're dumbass just spending it all on dumb shit. And you don't know how to manage your money. Because if I gave you a million dollars right now, you'd probably be broke in three days. I'm willing to bet. You don't know how to manage money. You can't even manage $2,000 in income right now. You don't even know how to manage $5,000 in income per month right now. Do you really think you deserve a million dollars per month? Do you really think you deserve to get handed a million dollar business right now? Absolutely not. You build yourself into that. And it starts with focusing on money and understanding how money works. And taking care of the goddamn thing. Again, you pay bills with money, not goodwill. So don't focus on being a good person. I'm not telling you to be a shitty person, but that's not the thing as a barber. It's a business that you need to be worried about. You need to be worried about how can I make and keep, key word there, keep more money. Next one. No one really cares about a barber trophy. Focus on running your business and leave that stuff to the weirdos. This is going to be quick. What type of fucking weirdo really cares about, like, we all know those barber weirdos that hold, like, seven trophies above, like, their barber station that's collecting dust, yet they charge 25 bucks and have a shitty, drive around a shitty, like, beat-up old, like, 1997 uh, Honda Accord that's, like, on three wheels. It's like, how are those trophies serving you, my guy? Obviously, business is not doing too well. Again, like, a lot of this stuff is kind of dumb, but, like, for some reason, the barber industry grasped on this, like, oh, I got all these trophies, man, I'm award-winning celebrity barber. Dude, you got 300 bucks your bank account. You think anybody gives a fuck about that? Come on. Nobody cares. Number 22, be more selfish. And yes, you are not selfish enough. You let people slide in your business all the damn time. You allow people to take advantage of you all the goddamn time. You allow your standards to drop on yourself and what you want all the goddamn time. You stop going after your goals after you made a little momentum all the goddamn time. You stopped being on the attack mode on building your dream life and went back to being comfortable all the goddamn time. Start being more selfish with yourself. Start being more selfish with your time. You, you, you legit, no one else can be selfish for you. And I think everybody thinks that like, oh, if I'm just selfless, you know, somebody's going to pay it back to me. Nobody, nobody cares about you. Nobody's here to take care of you. Nobody's your mom or dad. Even your mom and dad by now, they're like, hey, you're a grown up. You got to take care of yourself. You are in charge of yourself. Get yourself into a better financial position because nobody else is going to do it for you. Be more selfish. 
Next one, make money to hire people to do things that you don't, you don't like or know how to do well. No need to learn or do something that has zero ROI on their business. And giving, giving an example of this, um, you know, I think in my hardcore belief, if you're making over 10K a month and you're saving at least 8K of that, I mean, you have your expenses down to 2K per month, right? So you're keeping a lot of that. You should probably hire a chef to cook for you or at least hire a meal service. That way you do not have to worry about cooking your food. You should hire a house cleaner to clean your house every fucking week. That way you don't take three hours out of your week to clean the house. So now you save an hour every, uh, what? Let's say three, let's say four meals a day, right? That's four hours a day to cook, clean, and eat. You hire a house cleaper. That's probably about three hours of work that's taken off your plate. So let's say four hours a week, four hours a day. That's uh, seven, 28 hours. It's another three hours on top of that during the week. Let's just say give or take, let's say 31 hours and hire a tax CPA for taxes, right? Obviously it's like once a year, but let's say you, you save 31 hours a week, right? Just from doing those two things, because you got your, your money all dialed in 31 times 52. That's 1,612 hours per year divided by 24. You just saved yourself 67 days, 67.16 days, technically. Just because you got on top of your shit, started making more, started making, started keeping more money and then hired people out because you, otherwise you'd waste 67 of your uh, 365 days out of the year on doing non ROI business stuff. And guess what you could do was if you just took 67 days and added that on my plate, I'm going to get a lot more business growth overall. And a lot of you just are not focused on building the business and doing things that get to the business in the right place. But before you can even get in that position, you need to make and keep the money that, that will allow you to hire those people. I'm not saying do that right now if you're not making money. If you have less than like 10K in your bank account, don't even think about this right now, right? All you should be focused on is, ma- is keeping the money that you have and slowly increasing your income overall to where you can be in position to do this. And that should be a goal. Because once you do that, then you understand, at that point in time, you kind of have a clear understanding of what to do in business to make it push forward. And if you get more time, holy fuck, you could be so much better. Next, just because a barber owns a shop doesn't mean they are someone you should look towards as a mentor because honestly, you might have zero clue about what they are doing. <laughs> it doesn't take that much to own a barbershop, guys, right? It takes a little bit of upfront cash. Maybe you get a loan. Say, hey, I know I'm hiring a couple barbers and then you got a barbershop. The first barbershop I worked in, the guy named Cut Hair, he uh, just owned the shop and uh, had no clue how to run the shop overall. It was not a good guy to take business advice from, but bless his soul, he was a good guy, right? Just because they own a shop, just because of the owner, even if they cut hair, doesn't mean they have a good business. Because like I said before, most barbers who even run a shop don't make money whatsoever. Because they seem and they have the, the appearance of like, oh man, you own a shop. You think they're doing well, but you look at their bank account, they're struggling. Too many bar- barbershop owners that I know, that I talk to, are struggling heavily, breaking even every single month. Hell, barely making ends meet month after month. That's somebody who you want to like take advice from? Hell, and then even the next one, just because someone is a school educator, even an educator on a platform at a show, doesn't mean they're someone you should look up to or listen to. They work at a barber school for a reason, and they're on a, on a fucking educator panel for a reason. Because if they were making really good money, they'd be like, yo, fuck that panel, fuck that small change that, the, that those brands are paying me, I'd rather do this shit. Because I've, I've gotten calls with some of these uh, educators who go to these shows to educate, and there's been a, a plethora of them who have less than 2K in their bank account. And I'm looking at them like they're a fucking joke a fucking joke. And I'm like, you are the people that other people look up to in the industry and you have less than 2K in your bank account. What type of joke is this? I have barbers who are like not even nearly as known as you who, who would run circles in your business. 
Just because they, they, they are a school educator or educator in general does not mean you should listen to them. <clears throat> Next one, not all money is good money from clients. Again, if a client is a bad client to you, you don't have to fucking put up with it. Just fire the client on the spot. I've, I've talked about this before. I fired clients that, that honestly, when, even when I was charging 100 bucks, I fired clients in my business because it's worth my peace in mind. Um, and I knew how to get new clients in the business. Now, this does not mean if you're struggling, you should fire clients because it's like, oh, Deluxe said, you know, not all good money is good money. No, you need money first. So you need to be able to get yourself in a position where you're making money. Don't just fucking start firing clients and be a broke fuck, right? You need money. You need to be making money first and then be able to have that position to then be able to fire clients. Not all clients are good clients keeping your books. Same thing. But you do need clients at first. So again, if you're a broke fuck, if you need those clients in your business, keep them. Because unfortunately, you are a bad business owner and have put yourself in this position for where you need them. But it's up to you to get the business in a position where you don't need them. Don't be a dumbass on this. I know a lot of you will be the dumbasses on this. Not all advice from barbers in the shop trying to put you on is good advice. We all know that barber. It's like, hey, man, I'm about to put you on to some shit. You got to, you feel me? You got to start selling these products, what you do to the clients. Okay, dude. But like, again, go back to what results do they have in their life? What results do they have in their business? Are they living the life that you want to eventually live at top tier speed or top tier speed at, top, at your top tier level? If yes, fuck do everything they say to a T. If no, you would not trade your life for theirs and be completely happy and be set to go just go and coast off in the sunset. Why the fuck would you listen to them? Next one. It's not your job to take care of your clients. You're not their mom or dad. Can't stress this enough. You're not there to take care of them. You're there to run a business and they're there to get serviced by your business. And that's it. You're not there to go ahead and take care of them. You're not there to make sure they can pay for their haircuts. You're not there to be like, oh, I can't raise my, I can't, I, I can't charge that much because like my clients won't pay that. That's on them. They chose a lifestyle. They chose a lifestyle and a budget that they want to live their life at. It's not up to you to figure out if they can be in your business. It's up to you to find the people who do have a higher threshold of what they can pay for a haircut and get them into your business. Okay? Don't play mommy or daddy. It's not your role. Next, get yourself financially set before even thinking about starting a family. To me, again, too, I don't even know if I want fucking kids to be quite honest with you. Fuck them kids. Like they take way too much time. I've, I've been on traveling a little bit as of recently going to mastermind events. I'm also moving to Florida pretty soon. Uh, and every single time I hop on a plane, I see there's always a family on there with that one little screaming little fucking runt. I'm like, there's no way in fucking hell that will ever, that, that I will ever have a motherfucker do that and embarrass me in front of a plane. Fuck that. But let's say you do want to have kids <laughs> besides the point, a little rant. Um, if you don't want to start a fam, yo, make sure you're financially set. Don't just fucking go in there, take the rubber off and just go wild. And be like, Oh my God. Oh, you know, and then have like less than $500 in your bank account and be stressed the fuck out. Get yourself financially set first. Actually be a good parent. Actually be in a position to take care and provide for somebody. Don't like, oh, I'll figure it out. No, you won't. You haven't figured it out this far. What the fuck are you going to do? Right? Now, of course, it's not like a like end-all, be-all rule, but you want to set yourself up best for success. Right? Maybe get yourself in a good position before you actually start doing things like having a family. That's going to be a big responsibility, and now your life changes. Get yourself and your business to a position. Probably get yourself out of barbering before you even think about having a kid. That way you can have some time with them. Next, don't waste three hours of your Sunday watching guys play a game of football or basketball, wherever the hell your sport is, who make millions while you do nothing to improve your 5K per month measly ass business. Ouch. Jesus fuck, dude. Yeah, that's what a lot of you do. You waste fucking three hours out of your day, multiple times per week sometimes, to watch guys who make millions of dollars on TV. You are literally the ones who are paying them. While you do nothing and sit on your ass with your little 5K per month business that you can barely take home 500 bucks a month for. 
I don't know about you, but that doesn't make sense to me. Something's got to change with that. And it seems like a complete waste of fucking time. Ooh, this is a great one. We got two more left. So next one, stop smoking weed. It's a waste of fucking time and money. And trust me, you are not productive when you're high. You want to go up against me, a business owner who's savvy. You want to have every advantage in your favor. You probably want to be on, on like drinking some caffeine. You probably want to get a good night's sleep. You probably don't want to be drunk or smoking weed on the job. So why the fuck would you be doing that uh, uh, in your own business right now? Unless you're a comfortable fuck who doesn't want to have any ambition to grow and, and scale a business up, right? And you want to just stay where you're at. Trust me, you are not more productive. You are less productive. Trust me, it does not help you. You take two individuals, one who's a fucking who's smoking weed all the goddamn time and one who isn't. I'm going with the one who isn't smoking weed to accomplish and crush the opponent in any challenge or any, um, any uh, sport or anything in it whatsoever that's going head to head with the other person. You're just going to be impaired. You just can't do it. I'm sorry. Not possible. And it's a waste of fucking money too. Like it's probably why you have less than uh, 500 bucks in your bank account. You spend all the goddamn money on spending on ounces of weed that has zero ROI to your business. <laughs> Last but not least, thinking that the prior point was dumb. If you were to invest money into a business and one founder, let's say it's a million dollar business. And one of the founders smokes all day and is high all the fucking time. And the other doesn't. Who would you want to take your millions of dollars and be more productive with? Exactly. So why do you choose to go ahead and smoke weed? Because you are literally making that choice every single day. You can either be the productive CEO. You could choose to put all of your, and, and let's say the, uh, the millions of dollars is honestly your time because you never get your time back. So you are investing a, uh, a resource that you can't get back into someone yourself who you, the side of yourself that you'd rather be phys, uh, 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 impaired by a drug and be a little bit lazier, not be all mentally there versus being extremely focused and using the resource that is the most, um, you can't get back in terms of time, right? And you want to use, use up all that resource on, I don't even know where the fuck is going. I kind of lost my, I'm like, hold on, how am I going to tie this in? But again, I think you get what I'm trying to say, right? You want to take the resource that, that, uh, that we can't get back in terms of time. I would rather put that in the person who's like all the way locked in and focused. If I can't get that shit back, I want to get the most out of it. Not have some dumb fuck go ahead and just chill and like be halfway in, halfway out, and not really doing shit. So hopefully that brought a little bit more insight overall. Um, again, hopefully you took something away from that. Uh, we, we, I will uh, try to at least be posting a little bit more on here again too. Uh, if you want to get more daily updates on things, make sure you go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Deluxe. Um, if you have any questions on anything that we talked about or any, want any more business advice, feel free to message me on Instagram as well too. And with that, I will be seeing you in the next podcast.